0: Welcome back to Travolta, covering hairspray. With special guest, Scott Holzer. Enjoy the episode. You can't stop the beat ever since this whole world, gigan, world began. World, a woman find a chicken, 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 shake of a man, and it then he want to shake and shimmy, and I do it the best I can. can because you, you can't, can't stop, stop the, the podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i hate you jeff <laughs> i just wanted to see if you guys would play along and you did thank you
1: good morning travolting good morning travolting
0: that's right that's good
1: are right, we about uh, to have a fun time talking about we are this about going. to have a
0: very fun time talking about this because you can't stop the beat we oh can't absolutely. Stop the beat. This is gonna be I mean,
2: you know, not to be you know not to my own ego, but this will probably be the best episode ever of <laughs>
1: this podcast. Um, <fun>? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna quickly
0: turn the lights on so don't be surprised when I'm on. In hot. So thank you folks for joining us last week for our episode on Wild Hogs. Oh. Probably covering John Travolta's most homophobic movie yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and now, oh, yeah, Mary, 100%. And now and we have to balance the scale where today. He, he is in full drag we have to
1: <laughs> flip the
0: narrative this week folks
1: what do you, you think that was a phone call with his manager he's like so john like, I, got, I,
0: I gotta fix this i was just doing that i was doing that the, film that
1: piker movie yeah i had like, a lot of gay jokes this, with this it. was Which, like by his... the way i'm not gay by the way you know that right it's like john i never said you were gay but you know i'm not gay right <laughs> This
2: is like one of this is
1: like his apology tour,
2: like you, know, like you know, all these celebrities go out and they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I said something homophobic or racist mm. or whatever." This is John Travolta's way of saying, "I'm sorry for being homophobic in, in wild
0: hogs." <laughs> so here's the gayest movie ever.
2: A, <laughs> you're not
0: wrong. I
2: love it to death. I, you know, was obsessed with the musical as a child. I saw it twice on Broadway, mm. once in Delaware, and then once in New York City uh, with my mom. And then obviously when the movie came out and me being my little closeted little gay boy that I was as a child, <laughs> Zac Efron, oh, my God, obsessed with the entire thing. Um, and then obviously, you know, as I got older, John Travolta, you know, <laughs> daddy, daddy,
1: daddy,
0: daddy. He kind of is our daddy. I, I mean, th- he's definitely yours, Jeff. I mean, yeah, I'm wearing a shirt with his face on it right now.
1: With the Vinny Barbarino hair. Yeah. It's One a, of the best hairs ever. Back when guy. he
0: had hair. <laughs> oh, Ooh, shit. When, when we get a little further down, I'm going to talk a lot about my favorite article headline of all time. Which is? Uh, I'll I'll say it now, but we'll talk about it more later. It's um, Pitbull convinced me to shave my head. John Travolta. I remember you sending this to me randomly I, I, at like 1 o'clock in the morning. I send that article to random people at night just because I want them to experience this, the sheer joy I felt when I found it.
1: Okay, <laughs> uh, so yes, yeah, so this is hairspray. Yes, and it came out in two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Yes. Um,
2: Honestly, a great cast. Like, on it look like yeah. I, when I watched it again last night, I was like, oh my god, there's actually like there's a lot of big names in this. this movie This is one for of the most is. stacked
0: casts we've ever covered on this show. Honestly, yeah, it is for
2: like, for like being like a like a musical movie. Based on obviously you know a, a Broadway musical, they picked a they picked a pretty good cast overall.
1: Yeah. <laughs> How I always do this bit with John Travolta, where like because John Travolta, it took him the longest time to get out of the teen heartthrob yeah. love role. Like, he stretched it a lot with the experts. Yeah. He's, that was stretching it. That,
0: he's, like, 30, and he's so playing, I'm always like, like, hey, I'm a young, hip
1: guy. I'm always imagining, like, you know, the script, right? You're yeah. reading the script, and there's a description of the characters, and then he, after he finishes the script, he looks up, like, okay, so I'm ready to audition for the role of of Link. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, no, want to play Edna. No, <laughs> gonna, no, it's like, gonna, like, oh, <laughs> so Corny Collins then? It's like, no, no. No, it's they like, give that
2: role to the younger uh, version of JFK.
1: Yes, exactly.
2: Uh, what's his name? James Marsden, uh, also whatever. known as a, a
1: Cyclops from X Men, <laughs> <laughs> who is not acting in that movie because he's basically asleep. And you, why, yeah. why would you think I would say that, folks? <laughs> well, answer me this: When have you seen his eyes open?
0: <laughs> X Men Three. He
1: opens them once and then
0: he dies. Yes,
1: poor guy. Poor guy. Hey, he comes back though. He does. He comes back for one scene.
0: Anyway, it, it, that's enough about X Men. When we get to the X cast or the Marsden cast, so we can talk about Sonic the Hedgehog.
1: We are never going to do the Marsden cast. <laughs> you don't want to like, talk about Sonic? Much Hedgehog? respect to James Marsden, but no, no, sorry, not the type of. Career sorry, we're James. Looking for. Uh, but yeah, hairspray. Uh, when did this
0: original musical come out? So before this was a musical, this was a movie. Oh, this was a 1988 film directed by John Waters. Um, oh. The famous, like, provocateur who made a lot of X nc 17 rated, like, sex
1: provocative movies. Who is also very adored by our favorite Disney director, Walt Becker. Yeah, he was <laughs> adored
0: by Walt <laughs> Becker. So,
2: technically, this is a remake of the original movie.
0: So this is, a re- this is an adaptation of a musical based on a movie. Interesting. It's okay. the same thing the producers did, where the producers oh, was a yeah. movie... Um, and then it became a musical off the movie that only had one song in it. Mm-hmm. The movie they made a musical, and then they made an adaptation of the musical as a movie. Gotcha. All okay. directed by Mel Brooks. Loves that story. Yeah. Um, but you know, um, we could do a full podcast on that one show. We, we, we really could <laughs> do multiple episodes on just Hairspray or just uh, the producers. Yeah. But no, John Mars had done things like you know Pink flamingos, Female Trouble, a lot of like transgressive films at the time. Hairspray was his first that was rated PG. Uh, so it was kind of a new step for him. It's still a transgressive movie uh, of the time. It's dealing a lot with like race relations and you know, body body, image. body positivity, yeah. image ideas. When did the
2: original movie come out again? Eighty eight. Eighty eight. That's pretty like pretty a, be, like for its time. Yeah, it's like, it's
0: height of Reagan era. Yeah. So it's a very different um, cultural shift than what people were used to. And the big thing that the movie was known for, among just you know being a good movie, was that. It cast a famous drag uh, star as Edna Turnblad in the movie, and be- can, like began the trend of casting men and drag queens as this character. Yeah, um, as a way I think of, they
2: stuck with that when it was in, in actual musicals as they well. They did.
0: Yeah. Harvey Fierstein originated the role in the uh, the Broadway production of Hairspray. I just want to be loved. Is that so wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Um. I think John Travolta did him justice. Oh, he did. Oh, definitely. But, <laughs> but you know that that movie was a moderate success. They made a musical based off of it, Hairspray, yeah. which is all the songs we hear in this movie. And then the musical became a major success. And around 2007, it came time. Let's make a adaptation of that musical as a movie. We're going full circle with this one. Yeah, I think the next the next logical step is that they make a stage production based on this movie without songs in it so it's just full-on and then they like, make an adaptation of that play. yes just a play of based on this movie though specifically this version and then they make a movie based on that play and we've come full circle i mean if john travolta gets cast in at least he'll have some work again <laughs> <laughs> can get some good work again <laughs> he's not doing paradise city yeah. um but no so the you know production of this movie um it won eight tonys in 2003 the broadway show and new line owned the rights to the movie the original movie and thus kind of inherited the rights to the musical so they started coming up with the idea around the same time the producers is coming into inception so these are kind of running on parallel tracks with each other Mm -hmm. and they hired the producers of chicago to come in and take over the uh kind of guide this thing to its conclusion and work their way through various different directors and idea makers and whatnot for this. They eventually settle on, um, what's his name, the director of this, Adam Shankman, um, who's one of the very few, like, openly gay directors, like, working in major Hollywood productions right now, mm-hmm. especially of this time, because Hollywood, you know, it. It's not like great now, but it was working especially through a very homophobic like push in the 2000s, the Bush era. As we have covered in In Wild Hogs. (laughs) In
1: Wild Hogs. And we'll cover in another Walt Becker film in a few weeks. Mm. And so
0: Adam Shankman started his career as a choreographer for like musical scenes in movies and TV shows, on stage productions. And so after he got into directing movies, he made a lot of sense to take over this movie. Mm hmm. He has the perspective where it's kind of about, like, you know, outsiders, so he can come in with that idea. He has choreography and musical experience, so he can hop in with that. And he also just has directed big comedy movies. Yeah. Uh, He directed, you know, his—I wouldn't say he's my favorite director, um, but he had had done major things before. He directed The Wedding Planner, Bringing Down the House— Walk to remember, cheaper by the dozen too, (laughs) and the pacifier. Prior to doing this, did I remember the pacifier? pacifier. I remember going to the movie theater during like maddene
2: at like 11 or 12 p.m with my mom and my my brother on like a day yeah. off from school to see that movie yeah. and I still love that movie <laughs> too. Down low,
1: hands down my favorite Vin, before, Vin Diesel movie and you think that you ain't got a chance <laughs> boom 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 don't make a move till you're <laughs> in the groove and do the <laughs> Peter Panda dance whop whop Stewart loves it. Listen, <laughs> when when Vin Diesel finds out that the swastika that the older kid had was because he was actually in an underground Broadway production yeah. of The Sound of Music and then he became the director of it? Are you kidding me? <laughs> One of the best movies of all time. Pass Fire. Vin oh, Diesel. It was snubbed at the Oscars. It was snubbed. <laughs> that was Vin Di- That was Vin Diesel's blowout for mm-hmm. John Travolta. Yes. Vin Diesel's blowout. That was Vin Diesel's blowout.
0: What, not uh, Fast Five or F9? Or Riddick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, okay so, back, so Back to Hairspray. Yes. Um, and so Shankman gets hired to, to make this movie. Um, and he immediately goes to John Waters and is like, you know, you created the original. I, you're my sensei. What should I do? And John Waters told him, don't do what I did. Make something new and original. Which this movie kind of does with the material. It's a little less, I would say a little less in campy than the original um believe it or not this movie is less campy than the original in the broadway production this was a very deliberate attempt to make it less campy wow um okay hmm. i don't <laughs> know if that i don't know if that reads through not but, a great story I mean, it's here.
2: been a while since i've seen the actual musical like like yeah. live I, I don't i don't i can't even make it like uh, it's a definitely point. not yeah. rent. It's definitely I, not I rent. It's definitely not rent. Yeah, <laughs> it's still pretty campy. Like I don't know if that actually got hit on the nail on the. Nose yeah, or you not. don't know if they
0: succeeded at that one. No. Um, and they they change around some of the structure of the show, for the movie, just so that songs can better like bleed into the narrative. Because mm-hmm. on a stage production, it makes it's a lot easier to just have like a song break out in the middle of a scene. In a movie, it can be like a little disruptive if you don't have a lead into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this movie does a really nice job, I think, of leading into all the songs, and not making it seem like, wait, why is everyone singing and dancing now?
2: Like honestly, like I bring up a, like a, one of the songs that I think has one of the best lead ins is "I Can Hear the Bells." Yeah, when when he when Link comes in um to the detention and like bumps into tracy turnblad and then she starts singing you know she starts hearing bells because she's hearing the wedding bells of their future wedding and whatnot and amanda Bynes is playing uh, playing penny (laughs) yeah and you know you just hear tracy goes like i can hear the bells bells. and she's like what bells what are you what are you talking about and it's a beautiful transition to a song i mean i from my knowledge very similar to what the actual musical was Mm. but like to go on your point they did a fantastic job of yeah. roping in the you know the actual songs from the musical into this um with beautiful ins and beautiful outs into all of it um i think they had I don't, did they have any original like songs for this movie or is it all based on the actual songs from the musical i
0: believe they're all based on the original songs from the musical i don't okay. think they wrote anything new for this they changed some songs lyrics a little bit mm-hmm um, and they change, like, how some of the characters speak. Okay. Because in the original movie, the uh, some of the black characters would have more of a stereotypical, like, way of speaking to them. Mm-hmm. That was toned down for this movie to make them seem more realistic. Gotcha. Because if and if part of the movie is about race relations, you don't want to be part of the problem when you're well, telling the story. And,
1: <laughs> I mean, let's just call this movie what it is. It is marketed mostly for a wider audience. Yeah. It really is. Oh, yeah. I, I, I would say, like, this is not, like, something that's, like, you know they're not taking any chances mm-hmm. with this film, which is partly something that I mean, we'll talk about later, which is like, this is a very like, I'm not going to say like, it's not quite as bad. It's like white savior blindside or yeah. something like that, because I, I don't necessarily think, I mean, Corny Collins is kind of like integrate the whole show live. Yeah. Which kind of makes him like white savior ish. And Tracy's front and center in that protest too. Hmm. Oh, 100%. So, you know what I mean? Like, it just kind of, like, I, I, I could feel like this is, like, we're going to make white people feel good about themselves. But, uh, this, but uh, yeah, that
2: too. But at the same time, like, I mean, I don't know if that was actually their fully intentions of having that just because of, like, when you watch, when at least when if you watch the, the movie and, like, her intentions behind you know everything like she starts like that has been her character of like from the beginning Yeah, from the very beginning yeah, she's yeah. like you know, yeah, I agree. You know when, she, when she was auditioning she was like would you swim in an um, integrated pool yeah the you know Va- uh, Velma Von Tussle was uh, like would <laughs> you swim in an integrated pool and she was like yeah integration is all the new craze um, and that's what you know originally messed up her original first chances of getting into it. So like that's always been her thing. It was yeah. like you know she's somebody who's you know obviously doesn't fit the stary- like the norm of society. Mm-hmm. She's a very heavy overweight woman and is very into like you know like black music R and B and she gets into yeah. it throughout the sh- throughout the musical. Um, so like, I, it, yeah, it definitely comes on a little white savior, but I definitely don't think it was any close to their intentions of doing yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Um, and, and it has the advantage of, sh- it's not about a white person learning that racism is bad. It's about people who know racism is bad stepping up. To exactly. It. It's not, it's, sure. you know, it's yeah, not the blind side of being yeah. like, I'm just going to
1: save I guess this, it's the same this rate, black yeah, kid. Corny Collins has always been like pro integration on the show. Yeah. Like from the very first scene, like he says that. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: And like, like, I'm not going to say it's like a perfect version of that. Like a perfect version that would foreground the black characters. But at the end of the day, this is a movie made by white people starring white people. Yeah, and so it's just it isn't that movie, right? Um, and I think it does a good and en- a good enough job and, with what it has to do.
1: And I think based on this conversation we're having, I think we can all kind of agree. It's like it's not necessarily like a huge dinger against the movie. Yeah. It's just like you know, you it's gotta, just a thing that you got to acknowledge. You got to acknowledge that. And this also, is like what the guarantee
2: this movie is this obviously targeted for more like probably it's like 14, 13 to like yeah. twenty year olds. Um, so you know, gotta tone it back a little bit, I guess. In some aspects of it, yeah. um, the,
0: the eighteen to twenty-four range who doesn't like Bolt anymore,
2: <laughs> switching from, bol- <laughs> pushing from Bolt to hairspray. Also, can we talk about Queen Latifah? Okay, the secret sauce we of this talk movie like I rewatched this it, yesterday, and I like I love Queen Latifah in this. Like her character just has is like one of those like very like true, authentic, powerful Black women in this movie. Yeah, and I just and
0: absolute love with her like i want to be her in this movie i, I said this to becky <laughs> yesterday because we were watching like the audacity to like to name yourself queen to call yourself queen latifah and then live up to it she does know? every she day does. I, like <laughs> it's a, it's like the lady gaga thing where if like queen latifah or lady gaga didn't have the talent and the skill to back it up calling yourself that would probably be a little embarrassing mm-hmm. but they live up to it yeah like queen latifah lives up to calling herself queen oh 100 lady gaga lives up to like lady
2: guy and her and her like voice in this is absolutely amazing mm-hmm. like she hits you know you know musicals are very supposed to be very very like outlandish outla- uh, words uh <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna learn today i don't I really don't know english that well um you <laughs> don't speak well you know speak english um you like you know musicals are very blown out like you ever see a stage production it's very nasally very like loud you know holding notes like crazy blah blah blah. whatever um, but like the way they, I think they changed a little bit of the music just could you know, yeah, not Broadway, it's not on stage, but I think she did a fantastic job. Uh, I,
0: I think you know, everyone does a good job in this movie. I have no problems with the cast. Chris, yeah, we'll talk about Chris. <laughs> hey, what are you talking Duh. about my performance in this movie? My singing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah everyone hey,
2: had a beautiful hey. voice and then you get to christopher walken <laughs> who like, obviously got casted for very specific reasons because if you ever seen the live broadcast like the actual like live broadway show of this the person who plays him uh the, uh wilbur will right will will yeah wilbur, wilbur turnblad, turnblad. Quite um, name. is this you know nerdy like older guy completely oblivious and obviously he plays that character
0: absolutely yeah. he probably just played himself <laughs> um Chris Dworkin had no idea he was on set when he was so, in this movie. My, so,
2: my, my hot take on this film is if you watch it, and I... So, like, you know, in movies and TV shows, sometimes, you know, obviously they don't shoot everything chronologically. You're not going to shoot the first scene of the movie first. Sometimes it just sometimes doesn't work out that way. So when the first time you see Christopher Walking and John Travolta in the thing Christopher Walken's like a little like he honestly looks nervous to be there and he looks a little scared and my theory behind this is that was shot towards the very end of filming and he did not know John Travolta was in drag for this and he thought it was just some other actress and then that's he found out that it was John Travolta in drag and he got very like freaked out because he fell in love with his character as he was
0: playing well, I just fell in love with John Travolta because if you it's
2: watch tough. the rest of it, the, the, the romance, the chemistry, it works a little bit better than it did in the in that first scene of yeah. the movie. And I'm watching that. I went back and rewatched this like two or three times <laughs> yesterday because I was like. Something seems off about this right now. So I'm convinced no one told Christopher Walken that it was John Travolta in drag, and like he like secretly like had a crush on him the entire time, and then eventually found out that it was. He's like, it's like when I
1: gay. It's like when they called rap. You know, he just sees like the the woman who's playing end of Turnblad like, take off the <laughs> He's like, Whoa, He's like, what is that? <laughs> Unzip the fat suit and then just out just comes, like takes Travolta. off like the thirty pound cheeks. And it's I'm John. almost curious if
0: it's like the. Um, What was that I don't
1: know (laughs) Did someone walk in no Oh okay
0: Um, (laughs) I don't know what that noise was (laughs) I'm almost curious if it's like the um, Like you know when they did It the the recent It movies they didn't show the kids Bill Skarsgård In the Pennywise costume until like the first day of production To Mm -hmm. get like a natural fright out of them I'm almost curious if they didn't shoot the Cash John Travolta in the fat so when he walks out, they're all like, "Whoa!" That honestly could be it yeah. too, because like if
2: they say that they did shoot it chronologically or you yeah. know close to chronologically, that'd be the first time Christopher Walken saw John Travolta in the, and it's the first time we see him together in the same scene. Yeah. So like he could have been like, "Whoa, what the fuck?"
1: Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "I didn't know you'd be looking like this." In <laughs> an episode we definitely have not already recorded yet. we this is gonna be a movie next week called Bolt. And it's just something that kind of related, which of John Travolta's voice is that John Travolta has in general, like a medium to high range male voice in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like he, like his Edna Turnblad voice like works for, like, oh, it definitely does. Like yeah. you can't cast like Tim Allen in drag because Tim Allen, like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the same thing but you of... can definitely cast John Travolta, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, you you can. can
0: only cast Tim Allen as a cocaine smuggler. Right. Or Santa Claus. Or, or Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. He's coming
1: back. <laughs> I mean, either way, he, snow will say, be involved. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> either way, there will be a lot of white, sno- white stuff. Um, yeah. But back to
1: John Travolta's voice. But he's not raising the register of his voice that much. Yeah. Like, I he feel just like, adds you know, a if, little feminine John, tone to it. If John Travolta's voice is like in this normal register, he's like just a, like barely talking like in this register. Mm-hmm. Like it's like very, like a few notes, a few notes yeah. above his register. He's Just like, slightly he's, there. Just slightly there. And then when he sings his end of Turnblad, Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's cooking. Look how they massacred my boy. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. no, I sent Jeff a clip of The Godfather when, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just when uh, Vito Corleone is just like, Look how they massacred my boy. <laughs> <laughs> when you saw John Travolta, when I saw John Travolta drag, I well, mean,
0: so. I want to quickly jump to the Travolta context corner because we, we kind of talk. Minutes. <laughs> we kind of talk about how the movie kind of came into inception. Yes, but where this is at for Travolta in his career? Very is, important. You know, he's Battlefarer kind of destroyed everything. Every attempt to rebuild it kind of failed, and so with Lonely Hearts onward, he's less trying to recapture a specific, He's less trying to recover. And we're just trying to find a new avenue. He's trying to find his Pulp Fiction, something new. Yes. And Lonely Hearts doesn't work as a hard boiled detective film with Detective Stromboli. Uh, oh. <laughs> with
1: the pastrami. So, the Stromboli. Yeah, with this, but
0: James Gandolfini walks into every scene of that movie, and he's like just shoveling lasagna into his mouth. <laughs> um,
1: at the it, that's hot. Uh, listen, Scott. <laughs> at the end of the the final fight scene is between a uh, Selma Hayek holding a giant piece of like a baguette bread. And then and, <laughs> he's and, holding a slab and of salami, salami. And and it's like fighting. a sword fighting with it. <laughs> that's, Sounds that's hot. That's kind definitely, <laughs> definitely how the movie ends. Yeah.
0: But then he does wild hogs right after, which kind of, it works for him. Yeah. And it sets him up with that Disney deal, but yes. that's unfortunately implodes very soon.
1: Yeah. It's a very short lived. Yeah.
0: And uh, then he does this, which, you know, brings him back to his musical roots. It's set in the roughly the same time period as Greece. Yeah. So it's it's recapturing some of that magic, but it's putting him in this new path. He's trying to outlive the glory days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By and, dressing up as a woman. <laughs> and he takes on what is honestly for like a prominent male actor and like an important role and something that, you know, you have some like guts going into and in, like playing a woman in this movie. And I think it unfortunately, even though he does a really nice job in this movie, I think this is unfortunately something that kills his career at this point. Because mm. at, it's pretty much after this, the, it it's the end. Yeah, this is what something has that, he done since hairspray. This is something that brings him back into the public consciousness. But when he's back in the public, and we'll talk about at the end of the episode a bit more of this. But when he's back in the public consciousness, of this, it be, like generally it's like John to dressed up as a woman in that movie. Isn't that funny?
1: So last week, Scott, we we did that the Wild Hogs episode with my dad. My dad's currently sixty five, mm-hmm. like older older guy. And when this movie came out in 2007, he would have been, like, mid-40s, I want to say. Uh, And, you know, during the Wild Hogs episodes, we're wrapping up. Jeff said, like, join us next week for Hairspray. And the first thing my dad said, which was, oh, that's the movie John Travolta did Dragon.
0: I mean, honestly,
1: I told my dad I was coming on this, and that was one of the first things he
2: said.
0: right. And so I think for Travolta, who's trying to break into new avenues of his career, this is an audacious move. But it sets him up in this position of people can't take him seriously. It's kind of like, which is depressing it, that that is where the culture set at, at the mean, time. I mean, it's kind of it, like, oh yeah, that I'm talking yeah. about just people taking George Baltsa seriously. But yeah, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying <laughs> because like he he he's, he was coming off a pier where he was a respected, serious actor. He did good movies that we talked about. Yeah, he did some bad movies that we talked about, but he was generally respected by the public and by you know the industry. Yeah, and then after this. He's almost a laughing stock, but for a good performance, right? Uh, And I think that's kind of the end, which we'll talk about. People can't take him seriously after this.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But you know, he was one of the first choices for this movie when they were coming. Of course, he would be. They were trying to figure out who can play Edna Turbo, and they wanted someone who like who had who had comic chops, wouldn't have a problem with playing like an overweight woman in a movie, would be like brave enough to do that. And the choices they came up with were Robin Williams, Steve Martin, Tom Hanks, and John Travolta.
2: Honestly, scratched. Robin Williams
0: would have been great, yeah. too. Robin could have done it. Oh, easily. I don't think Tom Hanks or Steve Martin could have. I don't think
2: no. they have the
1: musical
0: chops to do this.
1: Steve
2: Martin probably would. No, it would not have been great. Tom yeah.
1: Hanks especially. Scratch him off. Tom those.
2: Hanks is on the list of every casting agent who like, yeah. cast yeah. any movie ever. It's just like, okay, cool. Has he played this American yet? No. <laughs> All right, let's try to cast <laughs> him did, first.
0: Did you guys hear that Tom Hanks was cast to play me in <laughs> a movie coming out next year? He's working his way through every American citizen. <laughs> I mean, yeah, um, but no Robin Williams could have done it, but I think Travolta's the right.
2: Choice. Honestly, out of all the car- all the people, all the actors you just named, John Travolta hands down would definitely fit the role. He at has, a point. he's not like
0: overweight at this time, but he has a similar like body type.
1: Well, Mrs. Doubtfire, yeah, like we've proven he can play, yeah, you know, as a woman. Oh, before.
0: you're talking about rob Williams. I'm yeah. talking about
1: John Travolta. Oh, sorry,
0: but he has like a similar body type. He has the musical chops. This is, a, this is a nostalgia piece for, like, kind of the 50s, 60s era, which he is prominently known for with Grease. So, kind of all the stars aligned, and he got this role. I just want to think
2: what was going through his mind going, you know what? This this movie will bounce back my career. The,
0: the th- he's he's <laughs> thinking the right thing.
1: I think he is, too, because it, I, I think about the Austin Powers gold member cameo. Yeah. Like, he's going to dress up like this goofy-ass villain, but he's implanting himself in a movie full of like A-list stars. Yeah. Did you know, I didn't know that was John Travolta until like a year ago <laughs> at the end
2: of
3: Goldmember, member. <laughs> yeah.
2: I had, <laughs> I had no clue. I watched that movie religiously as a kid. I've mm-hmm. seen it more times than I can count. And then Jeff and I are talking about, you know, this podcast and he brings up, the, he brings up gold member. I was like, what are you talking about? And it was, he's like, he's in it. And I was like, no, he's not. And he pulls up the fucking cast list and the, and the and the clip yeah. and I was like, holy crap, you're right, <laughs> John Travolta. Yeah.
1: But I think it's the same thing with this movie. It's like he's putting on a and I think we can all agree it's a pretty decent performance. Yeah, than Turnblad that he does, and he's sort of putting himself in this sort of category with Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah. Christopher Walken, and. Uh, james marsden zach <laughs> like efron. zach efron Ooh. it's more like snack efron. i do want
2: to just throw a tip it and thank you zach efron just uh for keeping up with my type as it, as it changes throughout my life uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he's know, been adjusting for he, you oh my god mm, you know he started off as you know lovable twink now he's a hunk oh god
0: but all right back to john travolta <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about a lot about zach mm, um myself. But yeah, that's, that's basically where he's at when he comes into this. And we'll talk about how it affects his career at the end. Yeah. That if they haven't already. Which so, is kind of, I mean, I, you know, I'll make fun of
2: John DeFolge, you know, as, to the cows come home. But like, he had a beautiful performance in this yeah. movie. He played, you know, he played the role beautifully well. well. And like, her, I think one of my favorite scenes in that. Um, and it, is when she finally leaves the house with Tracy to yeah. go yeah. to Mister Pinky's bustier shop yeah. Yeah. Um, as her as her agent or representative for Tracy, um, and she's like so nervous about leaving. She's never left the house before, and she's like this super nervous before. And they have this huge, beautiful, you know, number. Um, when they get to uh, Mister Pinky's, um, and you know, she immediately changes from this very like nervous character to like I don't want to leave the house to like putting her like, you know, big girl glasses on and let's look at this contract here. She's like
1: Absolutely not. No, no. no." I want fifty percent commission and not in a non exclusive contract. contract. Not a dime (laughs) over ten. It's like thirty (laughs) four D. Triple E. E.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And Travolta fought for the fat suit in this. Yeah. Like, they were obviously going to, like, put. No, he just gained the weight. That's just his body. He did did the Russell Crowe thing. (laughs) (laughs) If you read. Wait, he actually fought to to have a fat suit for this versus. Because, like, like, they were going to put a little bit on. He's like, no, I want a big fat suit. He's like, we're not going to make this movie about body positivity and only have me in, like, a light fat suit. He's like, it needs to be a big fat suit. So we can really, like, make the point. Mm -hmm. And he also said, like, I want to give her this, like... Ugly boss, like Baltimore accent.
2: Oh my god! So when she when she says the word diet, yeah, when like on right a diet. My, my on diet. my next, uh, I I can't even replicate it. It my is diet. honestly the worst Baltimore accent. I and I'm you know Jeff and I are from the East Coast, and like you know Baltimore's only like a forty five yeah. minute to an hour drive from where I'm from, and I'm like I've never heard
0: something that yes. thick that disgusting like of diet? Baltimore like, ever. The accent diet. is not. I'll,
2: I'll I'll go after my next diet. I'm like like what accent is this?
0: The accent. <laughs> Not good, but I respect that he tried to do it <laughs> because he could have just talked in like a woman voice, but instead he's like, no, I want to give her this accent and still make her a powerful figure in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I want to say it doesn't matter what you sound like, what you look like.
2: It's I do have who to you say are. she looked absolutely gorgeous in that dress from mm. Mr. Pinky's boosty Um, yeah. gorgeous. They real she really sold
1: it. Well, you'll stop traffic. <laughs> <laughs>
2: As you know, she's eating like four slices of pie in front of her. Mm.
1: <laughs> but I mean, like. Tracy, eat your donuts. Yeah. Shall we get into yeah. the plot? Shall we dive right into the plot? With the opening number of yeah. Good, morning, Good Morning Baltimore. Good Morning Baltimore. Uh, uh oh, woke uh, up today uh, feeling the way that I always do. Uh, uh oh, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> this is, as, let's, as you let's can let's tell, just established all... right up for the audience this is going to happen. A lot. Well, <laughs> we
2: are thinking. we are discussing a musical, um, and I have played the pu- I have played the musical soundtrack more times than I can count. Jeff and I have listened to the entire soundtrack on the drive back to, to the East Coast. We have on multiple occasions. Um, so yes, we will probably be singing almost every single song in this th- in this you know entire show.
1: But hey, it is fair use, so we can do it.
0: Yeah, criticism, and it's
1: our performance. Of yeah. It. Uh, so, yeah, uh, good morning, Baltimore with Tracy Turnblad waking up Uh, poofy hairspray. Really bad for the environment, by the way. Oh, honestly,
2: <laughs> like, you know, we're talking about the ozone, like in greenhouse, like the amount of like hairspray. Honestly, they do joke about that throughout the entire thing, because like obviously, like, you know, the ultra clutch, whatever. They're, they're constantly spraying it throughout the entire thing, and it's this kind of just like uh, like a very hidden, ongoing joke throughout the entire thing. That it's obviously it's very bad because they're spraying in people's faces and everyone's like yeah. coughing and dying. Um, this leaves me in a tangent to something that has nothing to do with the plot, but one of the, the reason why Tracy gets the job is because one of uh, on you know on uh, the Corny Collins show is because one of the dancers has to leave, yeah. And they and Corny Collins is up there going, so why, why how, how long will you, will you be, be gone? gone? About nine, nine months. months.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was, and like you know, as a child, I had no idea what that meant. And I and I that I have seen this movie for years, and I haven't seen it in the last like couple years. And I rewatched that last night, and I was like, oh my god, that's what they were implying. But okay, so back to the, the plot. But you know, my <laughs> never. Well, and this is one
1: of those fun like IMDb facts, but it's actually actually. Uh, oh, 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 you, you good? You good? <laughs> do, do you need? I have ADHD, so I'm playing in the chair right now. It's just background noise that I. Can I give you something else to play with? I'll stop. Background noise that might might be fucky. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So it's actually deodorant spray. Mm-hmm. Because actual hairspray wouldn't show up on camera, yeah. So it's, that's actually like you know, think of like Axe body spray in the hallway. Oh God, it's oh what God. they're spraying on uh, set. Cut. All the actors
0: are like, Oh God, oh get it away! God. I would have died. I'm
2: like, I'm like highly allergic to like Axe body spray. Mm-hmm. And like most aerosols, oh my, a lot of people are. Yeah, because it's 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 shit. <laughs> <laughs> like there's nothing good in it. Like like I remember like in middle school going into the locker room and the kids were like spraying their entire bodies and i'm like oh the women are gonna love this and i mean you know me a little closet and stuff and like no one's gonna fucking like this you smell yeah. like fucking ass yeah
1: yeah uh so then, i think
0: all three of us went to all boys high schools right did we no oh
1: you didn't i went to a public uh, high school okay
0: only only jeff and i did yeah uh ax,
1: guys, I, I went to a private catholic school elementary like k through eighth grade but it was also co-ed yeah so like i never and we
0: all turned out perfect little catholic boys <laughs> Absolutely. Speak for yourself <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, I get on a my queen. knees every week and pray
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, but back to, but back anyway. to the plot
1: uh, Yeah, so good morning Baltimore Tracy's singing about just, yeah. you know Baltimore. That she lives in Baltimore, <laughs> she lives in Baltimore. <laughs> she's, she's letting us know <laughs> <laughs> And obviously she walks by the flasher who lives next door Do you yeah. know who the flasher
2: um, is? Yeah, it's. I actually just had the cast p- list pulled up It is, um, son of a bitch Who is it?
0: Do you know who it is? Yeah, the Flasher who lives next door, who she walks by, is John Waters, the director of the original movie.
3: Oh, wow. um,
0: that's why that name was familiar. And, mm-hmm. You know, being known as a progress, as a transgressive, like you know, uh, provocateur in film, it makes sense he would be the Flasher.
2: Yeah. Wow. I love, who, I love the little Easter eggs.
0: Yeah, it's really fun. Also,
2: yeah. as throughout, I don't know if this is in the opening montage. I don't think it actually is, but um, they're obviously making fun of the times, and you know like what people thought was acceptable and they're walking by a bar and you see these two pregnant women, like eight months, like full showing pregnant women, smoking cigarettes, both having martinis. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Hmm, the times like, the, it's amazing. Our parents survived. Yeah, and like so we we, survived ended, that we ended up okay. Cause yeah. like,
1: right. <laughs> and so then she's like late for the school bus. And then she's like singing on top of a garbage truck. And that's the opening song, and she gets to school. Yeah. And she's in school, and there's a joke about, like, uh, I can't see across, like, Tracy's hair, because she has, like, big, floofy hair. And it's like, Tracy, if I had to write you up for one more detention on improper hair, it's like... Inappropriate hair height? Inappropriate hair, get it hair right. height. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to happen a lot as yeah. well. Uh, but she's counting down the minutes and seconds, and then mm-hmm. it gets to, like, 3.30, and the bell rings. And her and her friend Penny... Played by Amanda Bynes, Bynes. Miley Cyrus from Bolt. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. You know, next week we're going to cover Bolt, which the main character besides Bolt is also named Penny. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, Penny, which another IMDb trivia fact, her, like, two pingtails took two hours every day. Yeah. And this brings me to an observation I have to make because Jeff and I are both, uh, like, we all three of us work in the film industry, but Jeff and I particularly work in the AD staff. In the AD department. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and like
0: accounting for makeup times. And
1: accounting like... for like makeup times and like prosthetics. This sound this entire movie is like an AD's nightmare. Oh, yeah. you have so also
0: was a 4-hour makeup job. Like to think get the fat suit on. That.
1: A 4-hour makeup job. Like are is our pre-calls like that allowed? Because if you have a full day event to turn blad right the
2: odds are you're probably not shooting a full day you probably have like a two hour pre-call and you're probably shooting only eight hours with that actor
0: has to you yeah have i mean to.
2: there's some or new... else you're because like also those are those are big are name actors like their their rates are insane yeah they so want like, a
0: full turn they, yeah
2: yeah they're gonna argue that they want their full 12 which is uh, understandable that all of us deserve a full turnaround yeah um if you don't know what turnaround is it's the time you get offset time you come back just in case you didn't know um so, like, yeah, that's honestly kind of a nightmare. Obviously, I work in the camera department. I have nothing to do with this whatsoever. <laughs> I could give two shits what an actor Scott's looks like. Scott's like, as long as the actor's in front of the camera when we need them, all right with me. That's honest. Yeah. I don't even care if they're in front of the camera when we need them. I can just sit there and do nothing for 20 minutes, <laughs> which is what I did the other day. Yeah. Um,
1: so but, yeah, this movie just seems like an eighty nightmare. Well, it's like, just
2: John Travolta and uh, Penny. The I costume,
1: mean, the background. Oh my god, getting the background all dressed in the sixties costumes and, and, all, that their stuff. and all their hair done. Especially when they all done. have Tracy's hair. And also, just oh. the
2: choreographing of like musical numbers for for film shoes oh, is drastically god. more annoying because you're not just you're not just choreograph- choreographing like their dancing. You're choreographing everything in the background. All the because you're now on you're now not on a stage. You have to actually have Make it look depth. like real life. Death, cars moving by. So yeah, absolute eighty nightmare. Just beyond just the prosthetics and the makeup and that kind mm-hmm. of timing, but the timing of everything else. Has and it also up. like, ca- like the camera moves constantly in this too. So yeah. imagine trying to film this these live giant. You know when they're outside of they're doing that giant dance scene after they get you know all dressed up. Like that's got that must have been yeah. freaking insane.
1: Yeah. So then. At three thirty, her and Penny are sprinting down the street. They get to her house, and what comes on the My show? My mother
2: doesn't allow me to perspire. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, uh, the Corny Collins show, yeah. which that's where we get James Marsden. Yes, Cor- playing Corny, Corny Collins. C- playing Corny Collins, not John Travolta. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, which good role? James yep. Marsden's good. But they were, they watch the Corny Collins show, and
0: we get introduced to that via the nicest kids in town song.
1: And I nice
2: white kids who like to lead the way. Yeah. And once a month we have oh, our Negro day. Yeah. Oh,
1: shit.
0: like the entire, like it's, it's ridiculous. That, that's the thing that was kind of, I mean, obviously, but it's crazy that like having one, like Negro day a month was considered progressive at this time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And they obviously wanted to get rid of it. Like, you yeah. know, obviously, you know, Von Tussle was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. we got to get rid of it. Um,
1: You know? Yeah. So they watch the Corny Collins show and that's when we get and I'm Link. Oh my god. Link <laughs> with the little like the little like hair loop
2: on the front. Oh there is a photo of me somewhere as a child trying to recreate that in like in my bathroom or for school or whatever. I failed miserably, but I was
1: obsessed with that. Um and rightfully so. Mm. <laughs> uh, so we get Zach Efron's entrance. Also, Brittany Snow as uh, what's, what's her Von he, Tussle's
0: daughter. Von Tussle's uh, daughter. Her name right? is Amber.
1: Amber. 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 Amber.
2: Uh, Mikey, Mickey, Becky, Becky, Noam Dor- or whatever the, you know the twins are. I was gonna
0: be really shocked if you, like, <laughs> if you knew them all. The, knew I all think it's them. Doreen and uh, Noreen. Noreen, Noreen Dur- Doreen.
2: It's Noreen Doreen. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and then you obviously don't even. They cut away for like four of the characters because, you know, sorry, yeah. who cares? Um, <laughs> so you don't really get to see all of them like in that, like when they do their like little call out line yeah. or whatever. Obviously, the first couple are more important. And then yeah. obviously. The end is like, like, all right,
0: we're working our way through it. <laughs> and Yeah.
2: So they're, they, you know, they run home for the Corny Collins show. They watch the show, and then Penny's mom shows up because you know, yeah, Tracy's mom is, uh, is a lo- runs laundress. A, la- a laundress runs like a laundromat in her house, and she comes over. It's like you know, three dollars for a pair of petty pants. Well, I'm sorry, Alma. <laughs> yeah, I can't do
1: you know. Her <laughs> I'm sorry. Elma, I'm sorry. But some, sorry. Of, your, but some sorry. of your personal
2: stains required pounding out with a rock. There's an amazing <laughs> rock. There's,
1: there's an amazing. <laughs> fucking hell (laughs) there's an amazing quote that travolta says is edna turnblad which by this time is when we're getting the edna turnblad reveal and Mm. boy boy that reveals oh
2: they don't show her face the the beginning they show like 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 shots of her body and just like how big she is as a person and then eventually like she comes into into the frame and you're just like
1: john travolta baby yeah it's (laughs) him uh but she has this great quote where it's uh Oh, but well, baby, you don't know the skills uh, required to get blood out of a ca- uh, car, st- uh, like a car car, seat. Upholstery. car upholstery, which is a great pulp <laughs> fiction callback. <laughs> <laughs> Does the, I, I wonder if he, th- I wonder if he threw
2: that in on himself, or like the writer came up with, the director came up with,
0: like, that. yeah, we had to bring Harvey Keitel in,
1: yeah, the wolf. <laughs> Wolf. Oh my gosh Protect us straight to the bank. <laughs> so yeah, and then Penny's mom comes in, she's like, Oh, my my daughter does not listen to that dirty music, and then that's when Edda Turnblad turns around and sees tracing Tracy's town trying to tell her to be quiet, and then it's discovered that Penny is what there. Yeah, my daughter's collecting stamps.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the post. Alice and office. Allison, Janney's playing Penny's mom. She uh, is a fantastic.
2: And she plays like she's a so rel- like,
0: religious person as well. Yeah. This is the but origin story. I think one of the Carrie. I
2: think one of the funniest things is and like when you know and you know tr- later and then we'll get to it, but like when Tracy's like b- being hit from the police and she like takes Penny when she catches her and goes, "Well, just wait until your father gets home from prison." <laughs> 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 it's Like. All right. Well uh, that's I don't a little, that's, know a, li- what that's happened a little I wanna know. That's a backstory. <laughs> that's a backstory I want. I would love a spin off. Hairspray or just... <laughs> origins.
0: <laughs> Hairs- what's what's Penny's last name in this? Hairspray. Pinkleton, Pingleton. Right? Hair Hairspray Origins, the Pingleton family. <laughs> oh my god. I dude, I would watch it in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. I
2: mean, I would I would work on it. If someone called me up and was like, Hey Scott, I want you to be the director of photography for this. I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'm doing I'll it. I'll do it.
1: <laughs> never d- never done it before, but I'll do it. <laughs> so uh what happens after this penny goes home well
0: the the sneak tracy runs out and penny sneaks out of her house again they watch the last of the corny collins show in front of like a tv store yeah mm. and, oh, the, and they, that's like, when that's when it's like tomorrow. and we're gonna have auditions for a brand new member of our because this is where the nine months this is joke. where the nine months joke comes yeah. in and it's like it's I'm like the... how long are you gonna be gone stacy about nine months <laughs> And then like Corny He's Collins like, goes to be more careful
2: and so Corny Collins has this beautiful line afterwards that I am try- i can't remember, but it's like something of being like, you know, maybe not as so f- free, be more free willing, but not as free loving or yeah, something, something like, like that. that. But it was just like a beautiful, like one liner that he yeah. threw in there after that and then obviously obviously get to the school they skip they skip the next day um and they and penny comes down with tracy to you know wt whatever the the studio's
1: name is yeah um and that's where we get uh mrs von mm-hmm. Oh, he says twist a,
2: twist twist. he twist, says twist, um potato mumbo he,
1: he <laughs> says it's time to
0: say goodbye to our own fun loving freewheeling little brenda and brenda's like oh my god just nine months and he's like Oh, well, maybe a little less freewheeling
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh man because
2: uh, God forbid we showed uh, teen pregnancy on TV yeah. in the in the in the fifties, because it'd be offensive.
0: That'd be that would be bad. Um, very bad.
1: Uh, so then, uh, yeah, we get uh Michelle Pfeiffer's Mrs. Von uh, Trussel. Yes, Tra- uh,
0: Tracy and Penny go to audition. Well, Tracy goes to audition and Penny goes to just watch.
1: Yeah, and
0: while she's like eating a
2: lollipop the entire movie too, she like, has a lollipop. So it,
0: it's oddly sexual, but not.
2: It
1: is oddly sexual. She
0: apparently went through forty lollipops a day. <laughs>
1: In this production, and gained like ten cavities. <laughs>
0: um. Well, the fun thing is
1: Amanda Bynes' dad is a dentist. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and apparently, he was very nervous about her making this yeah, movie because, because she's she always had a lollipop nothing but ass.
2: sugar. They uh, could have come up with something that wasn't actually real.
1: It's like herbal cigarettes. Yeah. It's like yeah. it probably wasn't a sucker. It's yeah. Probably like ceramic or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Movie magic, people. Movie nothing. Magic nothing
2: left. you see on the screen is real. It is all made
1: up. Yeah. Uh, so then we get the whole Miss whatever queen dance thing. Yeah. What was the award thing that Miss she Hairspray.
2: won? Miss Hairspray. No,
1: it, it is was like Miss, Baltimore Miss Baltimore Crabs. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, we get the Miss Baltimore Crabs dance uh, and how she like slept with the judges to win. Yeah. Sets well, her up as like being this like the villain. The villain.
0: I also want to say uh, Travolta was the one who recommended Michelle Pfeiffer for the role. Uh, in and part, too, right? and too. In part, because Michelle Pfeiffer is the lead of *Grease* too, oh. and Trolld is the lead of *Grease* one. Yeah, mm. and so like he thought it would be fun to get together on screen for the first time, and that wasn't effect was not lost in the production at all. Um, it's very deliberate that the the main hero and the main <laughs> villains' parents are both played by Trolld and Pfeiffer.
1: Yeah. Uh, Where does Christopher Walking come into play here? I just wanted to show
0: up to set <laughs> and have a good time. He wanted a paycheck. Yeah. He's like, you telling me
2: I can get money for this? <laughs> Dude, so, he opened up a prank store. He probably, like, <laughs> he probably was his actual... That's probably what he does when he's not like working as an actor. He just runs his little like mm. prank shop.
1: It's sleeping yeah. on whoopee cushions. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't want to gamble my sciatica. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, that one was me. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, so, she does this whole dance and how she's like Tracy will never get in because her weight, and it's like w- then there's a whole would you dance into an integrated pool thing, swim, swim in an or integrated swim, pool, so yeah, 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 um, and it's like oh yeah, integration's a new thing. It's like that was the wrong answer. We are kicking you yeah. out. You're clearly setting
2: up this family as just racist, like racist and racist and sizes, and you know everything else in between. Yeah, um but obviously it does not stop Tracy's like. Motivation, mm-hmm. motivation for this, anything that strengthens it, because yeah. she's like, "fuck this bitch."
0: Tracy s- never really gets too discouraged in this movie. No, she's always like optimistic and pushing <clears>
1: forward. <throat> like, there's a few times where Edna Turnblad gets like, you yeah. know, put down a lot, but but Tracy, I, obviously, always, like, obviously, you know, just kind of rubs off her shoulder. Yeah. Kinda. Uh, is this? Did we get to the detention bit at the after the we well, it's, it's right she after comes, this. She comes. She comes.
2: She sneaks back into the class, and the teacher catches her and goes skipping class again or whatever and writes her up for detention. And that's when she meets, um, what's the, um, character's name. I forget when she goes to detention and obviously, you know, detention in public schools in Baltimore and you know, the fifties were obviously full of all, you know, African-American kids because, you know, they were the troublemakers yeah. because, rape, you know, public schools. Seaweed. Sea, uh, seaweed. Played by yes. Elijah Kelly. Elijah Kelly, and he, she, you know, she meets these characters and eventually gets like asked to hang out with them, you know, and starts dancing more. And then is this when? And then I, it's just I believe this leads up into the scene when Link comes in because he sees her dancing.
1: I think through the window. Yeah, Penny. Or Penny sees her too, and like that's when Penny sees seaweed, I think. And then yeah, Link comes by. He doesn't come in because he hasn't gotten himself detention yet. Mm-hmm. He's walking to the hallway. But he's walking by, and he sees Tracy doing like the dance, and like smacks her ass kind of. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, like you got some moves. You should show up to the ladies' choice." And dance Corny
2: Con- if Courtney Collins sees you dancing like that, he'll put you on the show. Yeah, and guess what? He, he did. did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Spoiler. Um,
2: so there's then there's the date. and then, and then the. I can hear the bells.
3: Yes. I can we, hear the we bells. We obviously don't know the
2: full lyrics of this the song. song
0: goes. Um slow.
2: but it is it is a bang. Round
0: line. one. <laughs> yeah.
2: You At ask me on a date. date day, 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 day. Round, round two. two we'll
1: kiss Stay ins- up late. Stay up late. And will kiss inside of his car Round around. three.
2: When we kiss inside his car, he'll we'll rail me to all, the door. We won't go all the way, but I'll go pretty far. <laughs> round four,
1: uh, something about marriage, something about like
2: perfect of- yeah. moment or whatever. But he got, she got, she comes up with this whole fantasy of like yeah. I'm gonna marry Lake, blah 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 blah, whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah. so eventually, haven't she- we all?
0: Honestly, the amount of times I have fantasized about marrying Zach Efron, mm-hmm. uh, like, don't I don't have. That. I, yeah, I do want to quickly <laughs> jump back a second to right before Tracy goes to the audition and it doesn't go well for her. She does ask her parents about it.
1: Oh yeah, and Interlade's like, no, no, no. Travolta and no, no,
0: no. Interlade's like, no, honey. You know, when I was a kid, I wanted to run a. You kind of like Cartman when I'm doing it. <laughs> 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 he's like, I, he's like, I wanted to run a coin-operated laundromat, but I came down from that cloud real quick.
2: Wow, she had very high hopes. As, yeah, uh, growing up, there. and
0: then and she Christopher Tracy Walken's like, goes "Is this crying? your dream? Is then it, you should do it. Then you should go for it. You should go for it." Uh, <laughs> he has like a stroke in the middle of saying it. He's like, just go for it. <laughs> it. Collapses on set.
2: Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. that was before. Yeah, yeah that when, did
1: happen. And so then, um, fast forward through everything we just talked about. Uh, yeah. the dance.
2: It's yeah. an interesting, but back to that though. It's interesting that I mean, it's great to see like. Edna's transition throughout this because obviously she's trying to protect Tracy yeah,
1: because she's seen she's like, she, they won't that, like girls like her they, they, yeah
2: they obviously don't like you know she's scared to go out in public for you know whatever mm-hmm. reasons obviously she's you know very conscious about you know her size and whatnot um, and you're trying to protect her daughter from this to trying to protect her daughter yeah. from the, the cruelties of the world that yeah. she knows um, and then you have her father who doesn't really like obviously doesn't care because you yeah. know he married you know yeah. Edna Turnblad and um, and it's very supportive and it's very interesting to see as we get through this film she becomes this very supportive figure for Tracy in terms of like everything Bring her to you know getting her first like we'll get to it eventually but getting her first like deal with a with a sponsorship and dealing with the Von Tussles and dealing with all of that and even going to the march the yeah the the, the protest with her yeah
1: and in counterpoint to like the you know the naysayers who'd be like again oh that's John Travolta in drag I mean like all those good qualities, I think, is uh, at the is the consequence of John Travolta's actions with the role. Like he had input on the fat yeah. suit, so he he made it, like it look realistic, mm-hmm. and he plays like the nervous, uh, like yeah. ha- having this whole baggage. Uh, like
0: she seems like um, she and Alice and are both, and even Michelle Pfeiffer, all playing like overconscious mothers.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But it's the ways that they're coming at it that tell their characters yeah because like travolta's like the edna Turblad take is that she loves her daughter so much and she experienced cruelties for being overweight as a woman yeah and she doesn't want her daughter fears the same to experience the same thing but can't comprehend that society is changing and acceptance is changing right and that you need to be the change you want to see whereas like Allison janney and michelle pfeiffer are also playing people who like don't want their daughters to get hurt but have different ways of approaching it. Harry yeah, right. and Allison Janney's like I don't want my daughter to get hurt so she needs to just be a good Christian girl and not do anything and Michelle Fiverr's like uh, uh, Amber I don't want you to get hurt so you just need to sleep with the judges and make sure you always win
1: yeah pretty much so uh, now it's the dance yes uh corny collins ladies choice dance so tracy goes to the dance and ladies choice goes ladies choice goes
2: it's the Lady's so. choice
1: <laughs> oh I <let> it go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, daddy zach um so so obviously and then you know she tracy uses the dance that she learned from seaweed yeah. in detention um to get on to get I, I i mean obviously without this entire show like you bring up the fact that like you know, if you look at like all his, like, music history and dances and things like that, you know the, the you know, it's pretty much white people have nothing to do with it. Like it, yeah. we we steal it from every other culture. Oh yeah, hands down. And like they bring this up constantly throughout throughout the throughout the movie and even in the musical in ways like you know you know she uses the dance from seaweed. Obviously, seaweed gives permission, but she's originally saying let's do it together. You know, co opting it in a segregated school. Obviously, you know. And Quote he's unquote.
1: like, no, 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 like we can't be d- seeing dancing. Yeah, and together.
2: she's obviously like saying, oh no, we can. But eventually, get you know, uses the dance that she was taught by.
1: Courtney Collins sees this. Yeah, and I love this transition that yeah. happens because all we see after is just Penny running home by herself. Yeah, and she's just screaming like, Mrs. Turnblad! Then she runs to the store. It's like, Mister Turnblad, you need to come with me. It's like, oh, okay. And Christopher Walken's like, like, oh, is there oh, oh. oh. a <laughs> fire? So they go upstairs. They turn the TV on. It's like, I'm Brenda, 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 and I'm Tracy. Tracy! And it's like, ah!
0: <laughs> uh, quick thing I want to say Ladies Choice was actually written for this movie It was. That, not, yeah I was like a, I don't remember that from the movie. I, ju- I just noticed this So okay. when you asked her earlier this, this wow. song was written for the movie yeah, The song sense. that plays during the end credits was also it's written good, for the movie good song. Gotcha. Ladies Choice is good. Um, I like that one
2: and then obviously we'll get to like when they do when they do Negro Day, the song that was playing before it was written by the yeah. three black female singers. in yeah. this, but they the steal it. The new girl in town, they steal it. Amber yeah. steals it. Yeah. And then you know you know uh, Von hey, Tussle has a moving, problem. Man. Look out! Look, ah, look, look
0: out! out look, look out! Look she out! She was
2: the new
0: girl in town. I think the transition <laughs> of, like of New Girl in Town is so good like the way it starts off with amber singing it yeah and then just slowly but surely it just becomes more bl- more and more black and integrations happening until the song ends with a different trio of black yes. artists singing. And, you, and and
2: and like like when you their version is like so plain there's really nothing to it and then yeah. you just get to the r&b you know soul, more, soul oh version gosh, of it yeah. and like they the this i i don't know who the actresses were or the singers were they but they had phenomenal voices and they did such a good job playing those characters well, It's yeah. more
1: colorful too. yeah
2: and it was like you know it, every obviously it's like
1: you know they got red dresses with a purple backdrop and everything where it's which like is funny because it was black
2: and white tv you couldn't see shit but whatever
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> first true that but obviously it was a better version of the song too it's just, you know yeah uh Cause that's right after the Tracy gets in, and then we do, we see like the white version of "New Girl in Town," and then like the black singers are singing it, and it's Negro Day, and then right in the end, oh, and then Queen Latifah, uh, we get Queen Queen Latifah yeah. coming. It's like, and we br- brought to you by. It's like Negro Day, and we'll be back next month. Brought to you by, uh, and I can't remember. But she's reading cue cards, yeah, and like she
2: obviously changes her tone, going, "Every kink will be gone in a f- blink," or whatever. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. you know. Some ha- like white yeah, person hairspray. hairspray.
1: Yeah, yeah. Shit. And so then it's like, all right, and we're out. And then mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer, Mrs. Von Trussel. It's like, how dare you guys do the exact same song? She's like, they. She wrote they it. Wrote they wrote it. wrote it. Yeah. Um, and, and that like, actually
0: gets their show canceled. It's yeah, like, yeah. When you you get guys get to are it on. one
1: step away from getting canceled. Um, very racist, Mrs. Von Trussel. Um,
0: I always find I find that this movie is called Hairspray and uses hairspray as much such like a fascinating allegory in the movie. Because Hairspray as an object is just something that keeps things rigid and stiff and unchanging. Mm-hmm. Right. And that Tracy at the end rejects using Hairspray mm. is just the way of sh- like... Hairspray, it feels like it's just like, yeah, you know, it's called Hairspray because it's set in like the early 60s when Hairspray was coming along. And they need like the through line for the movie. But it's such an allegory for what all the characters are going through. In that, like, Queen Latifah's character is pushing away from advertising hairspray and using hairspray. She wants to be free and, like, have freewheeling. Um, Meanwhile, Tracy's, like, thinks that hairspray is the new thing. And then at the end learns, you don't need to be so stiff and rigid. You can be whoever you want. Yeah. Uh, Straight, you don't need straight lines.
1: Yeah.
2: Or high
0: hair. Or high hair. (laughs) Whatever you want. So what's after that bit with uh, the Negro Day? Well, it's when... Tracy convinces her mom to come out of the house is this, is, right. this is the because Tracy pops her. off she becomes very famous very quick
2: she gets a call from Mr. Pinky's yeah. Boostiers, or yeah. whatever the store is we want you to be like and our a spokes- spon- both, spokes- spokeswoman yeah spokeswoman sponsor whatever yeah. and you know she's like I need an agent why don't she be my agent mom yeah who
1: better than my um, own mother who will take care of me
2: Exactly. And, you know, this is where you get her awful Baltimore accent going, My next diet. Like, what? <laughs> who would go on my, my next, next diet? diet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then eventually you get her out. You get her out of the. Th- and then um, my neighbors what's haven't the, what's seen me since ninety
1: pounds lighter. Yeah, this
0: nineteen fifty one.
2: What what song was that? That they the the music that they played. This the big number they went into. Oh,
1: welcome to the sixties. Oh 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 oh, 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 oh
2: out out
3: to the sixties. Th-
0: oh 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 oh. oh, oh.
2: Yeah, so that song. <laughs> <Good> uh, <shit. laughs> so they play "Welcome to the 60s. Um and I believe they. So they, do they? I believe they play that song when they originally leave the house on the way to the store. Yes, and then they pick it up again when she's changing into this dress and becoming yeah. new, this new version of herself yes. and being more outgoing. Great song. Uh, Great song and story. I think the best be like thing the is when she's in the changing room and then they're like waiting. They're like the, yeah. the the assistants are waiting and they doing like the head bop and they like pull open the curtain and John Travolta's like isn't fully dressed yet. She she's it's just like all like the like her underwear the bra. And, and she's like closes i don't know why but that just that moment is just like that hits beautifully it's a little like you know yeah. like, comical moment
0: and they have that part where he like walks into like he sits on the like the hairstyling chair and they spin it yeah and he and starts he comes looking out like he does he comes out beautiful
2: and he honey he was beautiful before it comes but out even more he beautiful. became Fabulous, But he came out looking like his, I mean, it came out looking like her daughter. Yeah. Which is, I think it was a very interesting thing. But then Tracy's hair changes at that same time yeah. as well. She no longer has that, you know, the Tracy Turnblad hairstyle. And that's like a kind of like, I believe the be- the beginning of what you were saying is that change where she's like, I don't yeah. need this. But it was interesting because obviously like her mom is trying, was trying to protect her for all these things. Yeah. And eventually is like her daughter's like pushing her into becoming yeah. more open, you know, seeing the world is changing and whatnot. Mm. And she adapts like her daughter's like style her, you know, you yeah. know things in life and whatnot. It's an interesting yeah. thing. And then we get to the, the beautiful outdoor number of them yeah. dancing and singing. And John yeah. Travolta's amazing choreography. Oh my gosh, that, it was so good. That's
0: Tracy who brings her mother, like. Who cares so much about her mother that he wants her to,
1: that she wants her to be accepted yeah. in this yeah. world, and instead yeah, of the other way around. We do get that amazing street flash mob dance yeah. and mm-hmm. everything, and she's
2: like, "Mama, the world is changing. Like you yeah. know, things are changing. Like things are getting better. Like you know, if, you and, don't have to hide anymore." Exactly, and this is people like obviously are Tracy's are are yeah.
1: becoming more accepted, and this yeah.
2: is obviously Tracy's way of also being like, you know, cha- you know, you want to see change in the world, be the change. Like you know, yeah. you know, those beautiful quotes from some people who you know what I don't know who actually said
0: that, but. You know the whole thing mm. of like if you want change in the world, be the change. Yeah, and they go to Mr. Pinkies and Jerry Stiller is inexplicably in this movie. <laughs> so. Can we talk about how great that character is? Like, yeah, he's like, great. You
2: know, five less than a five-minute little like like cameo in it. Mm-hmm. But the negotiations scene we were talking oh, about earlier yeah. is like no, no absolutely, absolutely not. not. I want but a non exclusive contract, <laughs> <laughs> and I want you to absorb my fifteen percent commission, not a dime, dime Throwing a throwing a bustier. 34d Double D- e D- triple e i've
3: D- hit <laughs> <laughs> them all load. <laughs> oh, oh,
1: oh. <laughs> and then it just continues and, and then it goes,
2: and and it goes into the beautiful dance number of the flash mob outside um and they obviously go to a diner afterwards and this one they run into von tussle and you know and amber and this is the the beautiful line of going well you'll stop, stop traffic, traffic. <laughs> which honestly it could go either way
0: if you said that in a nicer way if i
2: was like girl you would stop traffic like you are know, like yeah, you, people yeah. are gonna stop and look but the way it's the delivery yeah. that makes it hurt because like, like well you'll stop traffic well like you know because the way she said it was like you're just this you're like ugly as hell yeah. Like you nasty um but yeah Mm. yeah but good but honestly good burn i yeah i, I i'll you know i'll give credit when credit is
0: <laughs> sometimes you got to respect a good burn exactly yeah. so but it, it really sends edna and she's like oh, i'm so stupid i'm gonna go back to the house but tracy obviously
2: stops that and is like no fuck this woman fuck her opinion you're gorgeous yeah. you you're you're perfect the way you are that beautiful body positivity mm. um you know continuing that be the change you want to yeah. see in the world um so
1: and it's then Gandhi, by the way it's is just, it oh, thank you wow I, I just i needed to say that because i know some i was people try, yeah. who are listening to this will be like it's gandhi, gandhi, <laughs> gandhi it's gandhi i asked a minute ago
2: whoever said that and i was like i don't think it was gandhi in my head but i was like it was I, gandhi I, thank you so it was gandhi <laughs> thank you um but you're, you're sticking on that you know that that concept of that whole underlying message yeah. throughout this film and you know tracy's a huge proponent of that and and is like you know drives that through the yeah. whole thing so after that scene we move on to um What's after the, this?
0: The next bit is that, you know, Seaweed invites Penny and uh Tracy to Um the party at oh, Queen Latifah's record store. And and Link, Link joins gets Link, detention. Link gets detention because he stands up for Tracy. Yeah. Oh,
2: no, but the scene before it I think is beautiful. So so Amber being this little like prissy little bitch blonde woman who is like constantly like undermining she does, you know, obviously hates Tracy for what her is because she's
1: not this like beautiful woman like she is and everyone else on the show there's a lot of bits where like she talks to corny collins on the air it's like but miss harrisburg is mine it's like we're on the air Yeah, (laughs) Um,
2: but they're in the back of a classroom talking and and she's making fun of tracy tracy's a sleeping class um and and link goes stop that like stop 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 doing that stop making fun of tracy just because quote she's a good dancer yeah um and then eventually like you know, the teacher says, what's going on? And obviously, you know, Amber drew a photo of this teacher with man boobs and just was like, oh, Tracy, Mr. So-and-so doesn't have breasts. And, like, you know, and Tracy just woke up from a nap and she's like, she's completely like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. And then eventually Link stands up to defend Tracy and, you know, go against Amber. And he's like, well, what was the the, the you know, the last words of so-and-so? And he was like, well kiss my ass and yeah. he obviously go, you know he does that to get in you know the gout yeah the tension yeah. with tracy so tracy
1: and link both go to the attention and that's when they both see seaweed and yeah. link tries to do his dance but he's clearly doing like you know the everyday white boy dance yeah. and mm-hmm. it's just not reading in the rooms uh he's trying to be hip and cool yeah not succeeding not succeeding uh, but that's when they get the invite to the party at yep. uh, Queen Latifah's. And
2: he obviously place. gets concerned. He's like, oh, well, will, we, will, will we, we be safe, safe there? there? Yeah.
1: yeah. It's, um, it's like, of course we will. It's like, yeah. It's like, well, we have more, we're have we more afraid of being on yeah, your streets. Qu- yeah, than yeah the,
2: Queen Latifah brings up a great point. It's like, we have way more reasons to be concerned on your streets than you on ours. Like, yeah but alright, so they go to they go to the record shop and she owns this like beautiful and, like like record and soul and hip-hop like yeah. record store and then a the turnblad comes there
1: too mm-hmm. the because because
2: with, like, amber calls and it's like dude my name's nick or no whatever and you know calls and is like you know where your daughter is and you know you know at this record store in this like black area of town and she comes down here and you know obviously like tri- obviously turnblad mrs turnblad and you know queen latifah's character are very big women in this um and you know obviously good soul cooking she like convinces her to stay by offering her mm. brisket and, <laughs> braised or is
1: that is that braised is chicken? that braised
2: is that braised <laughs>
1: um and you know and, and then eventually comes out that uh negro day is getting canceled yeah and she's like well this is like an ending party for yeah,
2: negro day and that's when tracy later, yeah and that's when tracy was like well we should protest like what's better than you know, the time slot of that original show. Yeah. How about the six o'clock evening news? Yeah. So
1: they plan a protest like the next day. And Edna's immediately like, no, like they put you on list. Yeah. Well, Edna. we got to talk about why Edna's there really quick. Cause that didn't Amber called, right? I, yeah. Didn't I just mention I, that? Oh, did you? Yeah. I just yeah, mentioned Je- Amber. A- Amber okay. called and said like, we a- didn't know where calls, your daughter so is. That, so that she's and,
0: at the house so that Michelle Pfeiffer can go and pl- do her ploy. Yeah. yeah. Cause Michelle Pfeiffer okay. has
1: her ploy with Chris Walken. <laughs> Honestly, that entire scene is just like. How can you be so obtuse? Obtuse! I failed
2: geometry. I failed geometry. And biology, I bet, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I forgot. I didn't see what was the, the reason why. Um, obviously.
0: Edna's like, you can't go. They'll put you on a list. List. you, put you on the list. A- Once again,
2: the accent is a, a, it's
0: absurd. Atrocious. Um, but it's atrocious. So bad. she goes down
2: there to the record store. You know, she's freaking out that Tracy's in this, like, black neighborhood yeah. and whatnot. And eventually, you know realizes that that was you know stupid her to even be yeah. concerned and whatnot um and then obviously she gets bribed with food you know let's yeah. just push the narrative that you know fat people love food which is you know, I mean I'm fat I, I love food but um <laughs> <laughs> so she stays you know you know they have their,
1: their they come up with the concept of they're gonna they're gonna protest the studio for canceling negro day um at end of term blads me like no and link is also like well like mrs von Trussel like said like this could be my big shot yeah according to college like I don't want to risk that because you know
2: you know, you know miss baltimore has like it's a live bigger live has a live studio broadcast yeah. like yeah. audience they usually have like talent agents come so like he freaked out because he saw his future potentially could be corrupted destroyed yeah destroyed by it and yeah, Tracy doing, doing like, what's right exactly and like you know that's a very hard moral dilemma for you know a lot of things it's just, like well this could ruin my life if i i know what the right thing is but at the same time i still have to be able to be able to protect myself yeah. and my future and whatnot and it's a very and like that comes up in everyday life of people of going you know I know career the mor- or morals exactly and like you know obviously could have just if, if it went any other way could have destroyed his career blah 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 whatever and yeah. like
0: Edna even is like Yes, the thing I learned with your mother, with your father, is that men always put their career first. It kind of sounds like Doctor Evil now. When I'm <laughs> I don't know what's going on. He's just going through all swapping
1: of... all the voices.
0: Yeah. No, he's like your mother, Mr. Powers,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tracy. You shouldn't go to the party. It's <laughs> but, but... actually kind of close. He's yeah, getting there. It's a mixed match. Yeah. I think eventually by the end of this, yeah. at the end of this I'll, recording, I'll, you'll I'll have it have beautifully it at done. At the end of this recording. <laughs> But sure uh <laughs> but Tracy um her mother's like um the thing I learned with
1: your father is that career men always put the career first before yeah. you. Uh and, and yeah, we get the whole link thing with him not being wanting to go. So then it, the approaches is the, the, immediately the next scene, is it?
0: No, it's not immediately after. Bro. No, they was, go that, back
1: they go back
2: to the house
1: where um Christopher Walken, Christopher Walken, and, Walken
2: and Michelle Pfeiffer.
0: doing the you know
2: he's like just trying to sell her you know
0: gags and tracy convinced her mom to romance her dad which is kind of strange but (laughs) she convinces her mom you need to fuck you need to fuck daddy like (laughs) he needs he needs that good good and so edna's really excited to like go down and surprise her husband in like a nice dress Mm -hmm. but meanwhile christopher walken's being um the perfect salesman sailed to by michelle pfeiffer who's trying to like sleep with him and cause a rift in the relationship because Trollgan is not getting it <laughs> she's like doing sexual things and he's like yeah how about a rubber chicken <laughs> am I right here on x-ray glasses My, and he's like it's right they don't actually work and she's like I bet you don't need these glasses are as, to these see. are as phony as a three dollar bill yeah. and she says uh, she's like I bet you don't need those to see under clothes and drops her uh, coat and he's like
1: uh, we have a special product
0: <laughs> yeah, the special product for that. Mm-hmm. I I wrote the uh, I wrote in my notes. I was like, I think that they kind of rewrote the script at some parts just to, because there were words they wanted to hear Christopher Walken say. Because <laughs> there's one part where he's like, "It's a thing of fake Belgian chocolates," that uh, uh, and he's like listen to all these crazy words, and I'm like, "These da- do you wrote- think
2: they even gave him a script, or they just put him in a room with a bunch of stuff?" and was like, "Go!" Yeah. Like kind of like, like how they did the opening scene of you know of Aladdin, the, yeah, the salesperson, Rob Williams. Was
0: Coffee maker, it's broke. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like
2: they just did that. I feel like, they, or and just let him let him yeah. just talk, let good, him good, do his, man. let us do his classic accent. His, just you know, let the way start he uses riffing words. on
1: shit. So as Tracy and Edna get back home, and she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go to sleep." And then as soon as Tracy Edna like sneaks in, gets all dressed up and yeah. pampered, and like she's gonna go to like the prank store, which it took me a while to realize that is right downstairs yes. in their apartment because like. Th- It seems like because then Michelle Pfeiffer goes on her song about wanting to sleep with uh, Christopher Walken, and at the same time, Edna Turnblad they're doing like a duet thing, a a yin and yang duet. And as soon as Edna like steps out of the door, she's also walking in the prank store, and that's when Michelle Pfeiffer finishes her song with like getting really close to Walken. She's like oh, wilbur He's <laughs> like oh doll this is what it looks and then she's just coming on to me coming on to me it's like, and it's like also
2: hilarious because it's like he like she grabs him and, and like pretends pull, and like he's pulls like resting on her and like pulls him onto her and he goes oh your wife you said she wasn't gonna be home anytime soon it's like dear god
1: yeah
0: yeah it 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 gets wrapped up very quickly which i like mm-hmm. that you know edna's able to just see through the the, the nonsense there
2: it took a little bit though cuz obviously he's like, had that not
0: her and then she runs off oh my god and then obviously we get to the the
2: beautiful whoopee cushion scene yeah. of you know of him now in yeah. the dog quote unquote the doghouse sleeping yeah. in the store yeah. um and tracy comes down um to talk to her dad and he's, like, sitting up out of bed, and you just hear, like, fart, fart noise noises. after fart and like noise. Dad. After and it's
1: like, I had to, I had to
2: I use made, these uh, I cushions. I had to, imp- I had to use who- whoopee cushions as a mattress. I didn't want to <laughs> gamble my sciatica. And then eventually, you know, she changed the locks. Tracy gave, her a new key, gave him the new key to get into the house, and he goes up and he apologizes to... Yeah. To you know, Miss Edna Turnblad, and, um, and it get goes into the great triumph of the be- modern film. We history. finally, we finally get to hear his beautiful singing voice, yeah. um, and it's just like he's like, "You're a fatal disease,
1: baby. You're a fatal <laughs> disease, baby." And um, Tra- Travolta's killing it though. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Travolta killing it, and they have like different like. Uh, costumes and lighting, and it goes from like a, like a red like samba like oh dance when they're like, when they're
2: going through yeah, like the clothes yeah, that are in the back yeah, 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 in the yeah. back of the house
1: drying, and they go to like that full like red oh, samba out there like dancing. Oh my god, it's it's like a such classic a, the Hollywood moment. dance. Yeah. And, oh my god, it's it so, so good. So good. And then it's Cut add, to black. Oh Wilbur.
2: <laughs> oh you know you know she got ticked down good. Oh, oh, yeah.
3: oh, oh, oh
2: you know, it might have been that might have been the second Tracy Turnblad that popped out of that. engine. I'm trying
1: to get to like, I was trying to get to like, <laughs> it's just
0: like it won't stop. <laughs>
1: it won't
2: stop. Oh my god! But there's it, honestly, I, I wish I knew the lyrics of that song a little more. I but do it is, too. It is such it is such a good moment in that film. Yeah. And ah, uh,
1: and then you so after that we go to um, what's after this? I think after this is the protest, right? Yeah,
0: it's a protest. After yeah.
1: Uh, Tracy shows up, and then we get the, I think objectively the most beautiful song in the entire film, um, mm-hmm. it was song by Queen Latifah. The um, um, what's the name of it? I, I can't remember the name of it. That's the I know sound. where I've been. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it's. Yes. Yeah, I know where I've been because it's right after timeless to me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful song. As they're marching through the streets protesting. Yeah. Um. I. I don't. I, I. don't. I know. Like we talked about this earlier. Um. Yeah. 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 Um. I know we talked about this earlier with. Um, Sorry, yeah. I had to play it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I think uh, this is like the one bit where I, I didn't have like a problem with it. Yeah, but, but it was, there's
0: a little bit of a white savior
1: thing. Just because like Tracy is like front. She's foreground. She's uh, foreground in this whole thing. And, and I, I don't know how else. um, I, I don't know how else like you would have been able to do it because like the scene is kind of like about her involvement. But also, like, I don't think it needs to be. Like, yeah. like you have Tracy show up and then she's just kind of like. In the midst of like the midground, yeah, like and then the she
2: obviously causes the ruckus by hitting the police officer.
1: Yeah, the white person—it's like all—it's—it's it's like the white person's the one who causes, yeah, the, know, problem. the problem. And Tracy, but then, runs but
2: then off. people start getting arrested and, for her. Yeah, twenty people get
0: arrested. Tracy escapes yeah in the in the musical in the movie she does get arrested she does she goes to jail like she's in
2: jail and she gets broken out of jail in the actual musical but i i do love the the scene because like it still is seaweed and um penny and penny breaking her out of jail they like you know tie a like a rope to the window and they you know the classic like i'm gonna break you out of jail scene from you know you know cartoon movies or whatnot um that's how the musical goes, but obviously in the movie, like she tries to be hidden in Penny's basement, which is literally like a nuclear bunker yeah. which has like gas mask. She's like, I don't even know why we have this. You have house. A like, we have a Russian book. <laughs> <laughs> which is obviously this is like you know, the like the Cold, the Cold War, War era. Yeah. So like her parents her mom's a like, fucking doomsday prepper yeah. and like has gas masks, like all these canned foods, yeah. like ready for like a Russian invasion. Or maybe she is a sleeper cell because you yeah. know, she does have translation <laughs> books. But who knows? Um, once again, we need the backstory of, of that family. family. There's a lot of unanswered questions, and I need
0: to know. Yeah. But the the hider in there, and then Penny's mom immediately finds them. Yeah. And know. she locks Tracy in the bomb shelter room and says, "Just don't eat my tuna." It.
1: <laughs> and that kind of sub. <laughs> I thought it was for my canned
0: peaches or
2: the it it tuna. Was one those, of those two. It was
1: one of the two. I think it was tuna. Um, Either or and so then she ties she's like don't up. eat my peaches in either
2: way oh she ties up penny with she a jump rope
0: a, yeah. yeah she ties penny up with the jump rope and plays the lord's double prayer devil child Double,
2: double child, child. <laughs> and, and throws holy water yeah. on her And which I also find hilarious like she watches like her mom watches the Corny Collins show which is how she finds out yeah. that like We'll get to it eventually, but, like, Penny kisses Seaweed on, like, an interracial kiss on TV. It's like, what a
1: fucking hypocrite. That is, like, true. Like, she otherwise would not have known. Do what
0: I say, not what I do.
1: Exactly. So. So then that's when Seaweed breaks Penny out. And they got this whole, like, love song mm -hmm. together Um, that's interlaced with Link, who shows up at the Turnblad's house. And he's singing in Tracy's room, like, with her photo and does the whole kissing photo thing um so yeah that old trope Mm. and then as yeah
2: without love it's
1: the the song so then um when everyone decides to
0: uh, oh god when he
2: like humps the fucking like you know like almost makes out with a photo of tracy also i also want to point out um who the fuck has a photo of themselves above their bed it's very strange i have photos of like honestly Jeff I have a photo of you from graduation with my family yeah. and you I have photos of my dogs I have photos of my family it's like on my on my headboard but like not just like just not you. a headshot oh. of myself above my bed it's I,
0: very strange
2: it's a little it's a little weird and then the fact that he finds like a payday bar a half-eaten payday <laughs> bar in the bed and, 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 starts, eating and starts eating I it and starts eating it I was like this is brilliant this is gorgeous I, this I is, love this, mm. this there's is, so much sexual tension honestly he He's, he I want him I want him as a husband I want I want that character as a husband
1: so as soon as penny and C we get out and then uh penny sees Tracy and she gives her the key to get out of the bomb shelter Tracy gets in the trunk of the car penny's like underneath a blanket which oddly enough it's kind of a little uh weird like trope of a scene because it's like the cops pull them over and they're all like acting kind of nervous which yeah. is a an overarching also, scene Also
0: there's definitely nothing in my trunk Yeah right <laughs> Don't worry.
1: Uh, there's, no, there's no one back there. Yeah. So, uh, but then after that, I think is the Miss Hairspray dance. Yes. They set up a plan. They they have, they go back to the mom.
2: Tr- 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 Tracy Tr- calls Volta. Edna and
0: says, "You you're gonna meet Penny at this place. She'll take you somewhere. Come in a nice dress."
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And, they, and obviously Pe- Tracy comes up with a plan to break into the Miss Hairspray contest yeah. at the studios, um, which you get this beautiful how dumb the Baltimore police cops are yeah. by literally carrying her into yeah, this thing. Well, to- and
1: you also get the Christopher Walk and Tracy disguised oh, bit. <laughs> He's like, oh, were you looking for someone? Guys, suspected someone? Yeah. <laughs>
0: He's like, you. Tra- John got to be in drag. Why can't I be in drag?
2: Exactly. And it's like, were you looking for someone? Yeah. And everyone's just like, and then like, obvi- and the, the doors uh, were and, and then hilarious because she's like, you probably locked yourselves out and go and behold, check the doors, lock. check the doors and they're locked out. And then I, if you go back in the film, they actually have the hairspray canisters like empty and they show how light they are like as just like a little like Easter egg, yeah. like yeah. precursor like long a couple seasons before that as they're getting ready for the contest and they pick up this batter and they break it in and apparently it's like super fucking
1: heavy and they're like what took you so long how long does it take to break in the door it's like oh those canters things are really heavy it's like what do you mean they're hollow, hollow.
2: and they go Man. out there and they obviously see this fucking can- big door open you can't read her in can we talk about how like she definitely has like lifelong brain damage now from being like imagine, think about <laughs> it think about it they were, u- they were using the top like the, yeah. the, ca- the the cat part of the thing yeah it, that's So it stands up directly. Unless she was standing on her head, waiting to be used as a
0: battering ram.
2: Her head was getting smashed into the top of that door every Tracy's single time.
0: Dead. Tracy died. Tracy. It would have kind of ruled if they had just like kept ramming into the door. And then the last one they rammed through, the door breaks open. The top pops off and Tracy <laughs> shoots out like a
2: rocket. But like, she, like, had, she probably would have died. Her neck would have broken. She would have had some kind of brain well, damage. Well, maybe it was the cushion of her head hair What'd that like no she didn't even have remember she, she has flat hair now oh she's shit. not using hairspray. she no Fucking she's no hell. longer using the protection
0: of hairspray oh god it's <laughs> a so tracy snuck in and also we need to mention
1: that like um during like the dancing uh contest for miss hairspray uh michelle pfeiffer miss von Trussel is like uh cheating with the voting yeah, cards. yeah she's taking she's taking the
2: cards and switching ones with amber's name on it yeah um obviously because you know she couldn't sleep with the judges for this one so she's gonna obviously do everything she can to steal it for her daughter because you know she's a horrible fucking person yeah um so you know tracy gets in they have all the you know all of the people who were you know part of negro day to like you know, help facilitate all of this all those all those supporting characters they like have her up in this like hairspray
1: yeah, rocket ship it, in the corny background Col- corny collins is like all right and we're about to announce the winner of miss hairspray and it looks like amber and then cut to Tracy coming down is about to get out danced yeah. Oh, it's beautiful! It's like oh, it's Miss Tracy Turnblad. The thing then, is, like, he obviously was like the. He, I
2: think he was in on it because, like, if, you, oh, if yeah. you if you watch him, he's like, "Wow, it's a close race we got going on. What a nail biter!" And he's like just delaying it as long yeah, as he can because right, he like right, he right. know. I feel like he knew something was going to happen. Good point. I definitely think like,
1: he, he was on, in on. He it. was
2: in on it, or he was hoping something would sh- happen or change because yeah. he was like he's like fuck. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to
1: do. I don't want to nail. He knew, her, he knew what was going on. He obviously knew that she yeah, was cheating. Yeah, yeah. So then Tracy does her little dance routine. And is this when You Can't Stop the Beat? You Can't Stop yeah. the Beat ever since, since this whole world,
2: world began? found her singing, 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 and, singing. Uh,
0: and Edna in the audience dressed in like a babushka disguise. <laughs> oh, 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 God.
1: Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> dun,
0: dun, dun, dun,
3: dun,
1: dun, dun. Honestly the music da. in this uh, is great. So fun I... fact, uh when I was in show choir in high school, we did this You concert. were in show choir? That explains no a idea. lot. Thank you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we did this dance, or we did a yeah. song, and it was. Uh, I read on Newby trivia piece they call it "You Can't Stop to Breathe" because of how like high paced the song yeah. is, and also how fast the lyrics are. Because like so, ever since this whole world began, and yeah. it's so like it. This this song, especially like from what I remember in high school, was like this was ass. an endurance tester. Oh like, yeah, it, you it was you the pacer had to take test. some pretty big breaths for that song. Like it, it was a pacer test, which. Uh, uh, in addition to that, um, there's a nice trivia piece that Queen Latifah did not have much trouble with this song because of her history as an and rap artist. <laughs> so it makes sense. Mm-hmm.
2: Also, can we talk about when uh, we obviously this is a John Travolta podcast, so we'll get to him right now dancing for the song. And she gets out there and in her beautiful like red dress oh, again yeah. or whatever it was. Um, and it's just like, like oh, the dance is am- like, It's just like shake and shake. Oh, my God, it's gorgeous. It is so good. That fat suit definitely was put on with a lot of glue that day. Oh <laughs> my god. She, she comes An out. he's nightmare.
0: She comes out immediately after catching uh, Michelle Pfeiffer rigging the results to try and make Amber win. On you're camera,
1: camera. On the yeah. air.
0: She rips her it's babushka. Like, well, that can't
1: be off. true because I rigged the results.
0: Candy <laughs> <laughs> <Key to> camera, <laughs> Mr. <Mashed your> powers. <laughs> Honestly, you're getting closer. You're getting closer
2: <laughs> to his actual accent
1: in this. <laughs> uh, so, um,. At that point, yeah. They, it's like, all right, now we're really going to announce. Um, And we missed the whole uh character intro from Queen Latifah's party, who, like, comes back in this.
0: Oh. um, um Inez.
1: Uh, Inez. Yeah, 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 yeah. uh, Inez, who's, like, I would Queen say. Queen Latifah's daughter. Yeah, and she's, like, what, like 15? Like, yeah, pretty, she's 14 or 15. 14 or
2: 15, really young. She's, like, a freshman or sophomore in high yeah, school.
1: Yeah, and she, like, all her dream was, like, to get on Negro Day. Yeah. Which, which she found out then was getting canceled. And then, yeah, so then... Uh, Tracy gets a Nez to come out and dance. Yeah, and as they're and like it, dancing and stuff, then well, they're gonna do. Link brings her out. Link brings her out. Yes, be- yes. Because Link earlier,
0: be brings- expressed that there was there never been a moment when a white person and a black person danced on TV. Yeah, together. Mm-hmm. which
1: actually that's not true, because uh, I believe Shirley Temple and Bojangles did mm-hmm. like the stair step dance in one of their movies. Mm-hmm. So, well, on TV, that was on TV.
0: Oh, was it? that was a
2: movie? Well,
0: does that count?
1: No. Okay. Theatrical movie, different. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah. Either get, way, get that
2: shit right. Uh, <laughs> but either it was, way, so, say, at it's least on it's a, screen. It's on screen. At least, yeah. And either so, way, big, big part in history. And yeah. this is Link going, fuck my, fuck my it, chances of the talent Scouts morals should be, you first. know, come over for, okay, be first, be over my career. I need to we do get the it, right Scott. Thing. You want to fuck Zac Efron,
1: okay? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? I don't care if you are
2: straight, gay, pan, bi, whatever. No matter what your sexuality is, you probably
0: have a deep-seated want to fuck
2: Zac Efron. There's
0: some, there's some men and women out there who are just undeniable no matter what. Dude,
2: there's some women out there I'm just like, yeah, I'd, I'd go I'd go straight.
1: <laughs> so uh, Whatever you yeah, want. Inez is dancing with Zac Efron. It's a great moment. And then they're about to announce the winner. And then as they're about to announce it, then Courtney Collins says, And it looks like it's Inez. And yeah. Inez actually wins.
2: Because her fucking dance yes, moves been. were fired. You, yeah. Dude, yeah. The, dude, she fucking blew every by white herself, bitch out of there.
1: <laughs> by herself. Because you can you can make the case it's like if you're dancing with somebody, it helps your ability to like dance a lot better because you have a partner. But she her solo yeah. dance is really good. Oh, girl, she fucking killed it! Like hands down, deserved it. Like yeah. there isn't there isn't a doubt in my mind. So Inez wins Miss Hairspray, and then Courtney Collins is like, and we are officially integrating uh, the uh, Courtney, Courtney Collins, Collins show! show. Negro like, Day is every day. Yeah. So then everybody's dancing. You can't stop the beat now. Uh, Tracy and... Von Tussle gets fired. Yep, Va- Von Tussle gets fired. Oh, and then that's what we get I am officially a checkerboard uh, chick. 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 And, and she kisses, kisses seaweed.
2: seaweed.
0: Man, yeah.
2: Amanda Bynes. And Allison Jenny
0: like, dies. Which is mind. funny.
2: Oh, What's, back, God to, God back to my thing of, she's a fucking hypocrite. She's watching the Corny Collins show yeah. after saying, you shouldn't be watching this devil show. And she's watching it while, like, reading the Bible and crocheting yeah. something. And, like, fucking falls over. Yeah. Um lincoln tracy kiss that is a hold on allison jennings from west wing to hairspray
1: yeah like, to i tanya
2: to, <laughs> this is such a i i i was like i was like i know what i knew what she was in before before this and i was like what was the name of that show it was like white house something and i don't know i just put two white and house two down white house down where uh, i just <laughs> put two and two together and i was like that's such an interesting change she went from like being the press secretary to fucking Mart, like Martin Sheen or whatever, um, to being fucking this crazy doomsday
0: prepper. I mean, we woman. talked about her in primary colors, I think, didn't we?
1: Yeah, she's in primary. Yes, yeah, she's in
0: primary Thomas colors. Oh,
1: right?
0: this is the same year she's in Juno as well. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. Was she the mom in Juno? I believe she was. It was her and J.K. Simmons, right?
1: Yeah. So, Confirmed. Uh, <laughs> and oh, thank you. The Internet. movie ends, I think, with you know Link and Tracy kissing, and everybody's on-screen dancing, and then credits. Yeah. See so if
2: Tracy can get a kiss from Zach, so and yeah. also, can I. <laughs>
1: and and Nick, that's I believe it's me, Nicky Bonsky from the movie Hairspray. Yeah, I I believe you can, Scott. Um, and that's the movie. That's Hairspray. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There, do you want
1: to quickly talk about the hair? Let's cue the hair ranking music. <laughs> Welcome to the hair ranking. Um,
2: oh yeah, we get, wait, we get to rank the hairstyles. We're gonna, no. we're gonna, oh, we're gonna we're rank gonna
0: ranking every John Travolta hairstyle in every oh, movie. Oh, I movie thought you meant of this. Like, of I just, mean, we uh, can do a secondary hairstyle ranking this movie. Okay, I'm down to do I, two.
2: Okay, but remember, he had two different styles. He had the original, and then he had the the Tracy Turnblad look. So he had two
1: major looks in this film for his for his hair. Um, wait, two hairstyles. I don't remember like what the differences were. To be honest, though, I just remember like the general look that Edna Turnblad wears.
2: Okay, fine. We'll just do, we'll just do the yeah. we'll just do that one then.
1: Uh, here I'm just I'm pulling up a quick photo of it. Um, Edna Turnblad, John Travolta. Man, the audience is getting real great because cool. this
0: is like what he has at the beginning of the movie.
1: Yeah, and then this is the uh, the new one. Right. I mean, it's very similar, but, like, with a little bit more flute. She's hot. Oh, but. Oh. <laughs> oh. Pulled up the red oh dress. Oh, my God. Like, the red babushka. dress with, like,
2: the, the golden, like, frills oh or whatever how they're gosh. called. They got the, like, the, the seam lines.
1: Oh, my God. So, this is going to go high. This is going to go pretty high. As it should. Um, I'm going to put this. No, it's not. No, it's not hard. Put this above. Get shorty below Michael. Above, get shorty below Michael. So it's going to be the new number seven.
0: New number seven. It's in the top ten. It's in the top ten. Good.
1: Yeah, as, as it should. Yeah. So that's that's the hair ranking for John Travolta's End of Turnblad and Hairspray.
0: Did we want to rank the general hairstyles of this movie?
1: Tracy one. Link number two.
2: Courtney, <laughs> Courtney Collins is number three. Let's give our top three. Can <laughs> we also talk about how like. I was going I was like they literally just casted like a JFK to look like Corny Collins. Well,
0: uh, James <laughs> yeah. Marsden
1: does play JFK in um Lee uh The Butler. The butler. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Works
0: the it. movie where John um oh my god, what's his name? Oh god. What? I can't For- believe it. Whitaker or his name. No, um Oh, God, Williams. keep going keep going keep going I'm uh, to james marsden who plays nixon it's uh, uh, a yeah. oh shit john cusack john, john cusack, Cus- <laughs> john cusack plays- it's very strange
1: it is very he's strange. like
0: um oh, john cusack
1: <laughs> oh, uh, so uh but yeah that's the movie um any post text for us jeff oh,
0: so movie comes out um huge comes out on my birthday in 2007 wow.
1: july 10th right when jeff was born
0: rude uh <laughs> no, i would have been 10 when this it was the worst
2: out. day in american history it is oh. this
0: podcast wouldn't exist if it wasn't for that so yeah, exactly Bad. which is this is well, all nine dialogue.
2: months prior to so, that but i do have to say you could just have watched the movie instead of listening to our podcast but <laughs> if you got to this point in this i appreciate your time yeah. and
0: effort uh you could have just watched the film <laughs> <laughs> watch I've, the movie and then listen to us yeah so this, this comes out um on that day in 2007 um on and it's the has the widest debut for any modern movie musical at the time. It opens on three thousand screens. It uh it opens at number three, which isn't like exciting, but it is behind Harry Potter and The Order of the Phoenix. And what else? Uh I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Oh. Really? Which is I
1: pronounce you Chuck and Larry beats hairspray?
0: Yes, unfortunately. The another another movie with questionable uh gay politics in it. Wow. Um that's disrespectful. It, it does, however, Scott's love speechless. It does, however, win the record for biggest opening weekend for a movie based on Broadway musical, until, even with opening number three. Until I then. think Les Mis, right? Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia,
1: like the year later, I think. Yeah, right. It was 2008. Mamma Mia is two thousand eight. So yeah.
0: the next year, yeah.
1: But so John Travolta is responsible for like two highest grossing like musicals
0: yeah and it, it's the 12th highest grossing musical in u.s history still
1: And greece is number eight i think i believe so yeah
0: um it makes a total of two hundred and three million dollars uh, what was its budget 75
1: so pretty good yeah that makes sense makes two, sense. Two, that's a cast 75 million yeah. cast period piece all the sets so
2: it
0: doubles its budget and then some which well, is I mean, a have good
1: thing ba- do they shoot it in
2: baltimore by chance
0: um, let me see where they shot. Because
2: like they the shot it in Toronto
0: Bal- and Hamilton, Ontario. Because I
2: was gonna say Baltimore still looks like that in spots. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> they did not have sound stages in Baltimore to film this movie, so they filmed it in Canada. Yeah. Oh,
2: this is also during like the huge time when like a, lo- a bunch of studios moved their, a lot of the productions to Canada because it was Accent cheaper. Was, yeah. Because for yeah. some yeah. reason, you know, America was just like let's raise taxes on the film industry, which you know they they should mm-hmm. in some aspects, but um you know it's a gross waste of money but they moved a bunch of stuff to canada at this time and like, yeah. this is why chicago's film industry dried up it did like disappeared from like mid 2000s to like two when we got roughly to yeah. college because um, there was no good tax incentives left
0: yeah they like the dark knight and transformers used them <laughs> and that was about it
2: yeah and then they we had a pr- anti-film credit governor for a while who yeah. got rid of all the tax credits um, which was just stupid. Yeah. Um, you know, because like after like the Blues Brothers, there wasn't really, after like all the John Hughes movies, there wasn't really anything for a while and that yeah. stuff came and then really nothing.
0: It'd just be like the occasional movie would film here. Yeah. And now the film industry here is popping off. Hell yes, uh, it is. A lot, of, is work, lot of work. Great for all of us. A lot of employment. It, um,
2: pays, my, it pays for my food. <laughs> yeah. So
0: this movie gets, does really well um, for what it is a movie musical. Yeah. Um, it, the, prolonged the box office by making sing-along prints of the film and shipping them out to movie theaters, uh, so people would go see it a second time so they could sing along at the movie. That and- might... That- uh, okay, okay, timeout. That might be the most
2: annoying concept I've ever heard in my entire yeah. life. I could not imagine going to a theater and being like, oh, I want to watch a movie and then just listen to every fucking the, the goddamn sing. theater singing along to it. You like you you guys have You're all heard, like, oh God, you guys stop. have all heard our voices singing to songs that we all watched less than 24 hours ago and we still don't know the lyrics perfectly. So like that must have been the worst experience ever.
1: <laughs> I can imagine it being so but yeah. con- but right, but continue, Jeff. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> Travolta really pushed for this to be a big success. He went to like Q and A's. He did a lot of autograph screens. He's like the, he's the marquee character in this movie. Yeah. He's
2: pro- was he he was what number two on the call sheet? While on the call sheet, I would sheet?
0: guess he would probably be number one and number. two. I mean, Tracy's the main character, but he uh, he got top billing.
2: Yeah. Well, because it's John Travolta.
0: Yeah, because it's him. This is like his. Like he's the marquee character. Yeah. Was he? Was he? Was he an executive
2: producer on this at all?
0: I do not believe he was an executive. Gotcha. But the movie, um, it comes out, gets really good reviews. Uh, It's 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Some people unfavorably compare it to the original movie, but I don't think it's a fair comparison because one's a musical and one isn't. They're trying to accomplish two different things. Roger Ebert gives it three and a half out of four stars because he knows quality when he sees it. Am I right?
1: He liked Ladder 49.
0: He did like Ladder 49. It
2: is quality. It is perfect. I can't name a single thing wrong with it. (laughs) It's a perfect movie. Um, and did I just rebuy it on iTunes yesterday for fourteen dollars so I can own it and watch it whenever I want? Absolutely, I did. Wow. Why would
0: you not? Um, okay, but you know it's a success, major success, and it's good for Travolta in the moment. Yeah, he, in the long run, not so much. Yeah, he comes out of this, and I believe he gets he gets nominated for a Golden Globe for this for best supporting <laughs> actor. Um, he gets nominated for quite a few, like, random, like, small, like, awards. The Golden Globe's the biggest one. He does not swing an Oscar nomination for it. But, you know, coming out of it, you'd think, like, oh, he's back. This is, like, another Pulp Fiction resurgence for him. He's coming back. But like I said at the beginning, the problem with this movie is that he now is just culturally known as... John Troll just did drag, didn't he? And in a still moderately conservative time in American history, yeah, that now
2: we're going to the we're going to the second Bush
0: era, yeah, that torpedoes his career. Damn, and we're pretty much near the end of this A list era that we talked about because after this, like when you start with like taking a Pelham one two three onward, um, people aren't seeing John Travolta movies for John Travolta anymore. He's not the draw anymore. He isn't. He's he just isn't number one on the. He's the just marquee. in the movies. Yeah, um, the movies aren't him.
2: Right. How many like, movies has John Travolta done in his lifetime so far? Like You guys should probably know this. Oh,
0: he back. has done a total of, if I don't count, wait, one, two, three, four, five. If I subtract those five, he's done 64 movies.
2: That's a pretty successful career for an actor. Wait, no,
0: wait, uh, wait, wait. wait. Uh, uh, quantity doesn't quality, though. He's done sixty six movies.
2: You can't all be winners. <laughs> but to get booked winners. but to get booked on, you know,
1: sixty plus movies. He's successful in the sense that he'll always get work. He's that's always mul-
2: that's multiple
1: movies but a year. Successful is such a very it, you know, mm. you can Leonardo DiCaprio is successful, but also you could say
0: and, and Travolta he get he gets along with the fact that he's had in his sixty six movies, like three or four really big ones that still stick around. Yeah. Like just... Grease, Saturday Night Fever, Pulp Fiction. Um, those are characters who, like, everyone still knows those movies and knows those characters.
2: A lot of those movies are also still, like, taught in terms yeah. of, like, what they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they mm. can't all be winners. They can't all, <laughs> you know, you're not going to have, you're not, you know, it's not like every movie you makes is going to be, like, top well, box office.
1: And I think there's going to be, uh, it, it so. It's this and then we're gonna talk about Bolt. And next week we talk about Bolt. And after Bolt, we're gonna have our next our, our second recap. Yeah, episode. recap of
0: this A-list era of Travolta's career. Yeah, I'm excited. Before we dive right into the next era, the Travolta exploitation era. When are we doing when are with... you doing Gotti? Oh, <laughs> oh no. when are we doing Gotti? All right, let's close out. <laughs> Gotti Gotti's gonna come out May third this year. So let's... gird your loins.
1: Right. Oh god, I'm gonna leave the country All right. for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah i feel, I think uh
0: scott I, any last thoughts on hairspray no anything you want to
1: say
2: uh, no i think nothing was a fantastic mm-hmm. movie I oh, think, yeah yeah i you know Sally, i didn't know it torpedoed his career which is kind of a depressing, cause I thought
0: yeah, a really depressing because yeah it's really depressing because like this should have been a resurgence for him but no one can just get past that oh he played a woman that's so funny yeah mm-hmm. and it's hard to take him seriously right after this but what does happen? but there was you
3: know
2: there was a sexual assault accusation like four years after that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other issues that, you know popped up mm-hmm. with John Travolta after this movie. that yeah. you know, you could probably contribute to some of the some of the issues.
0: I mean, we'll talk about in the retrospect era what's going on in his personal life right around this time, because uh, it's a very deep period of tragedy. Mm-hmm. and yeah. uh,
2: had a lot going on after this, yeah, because it's a, life,
0: the like the passage of his son, which we'll talk about um, and whatnot yeah all that goes in with that you should talk talk about his massage (laughs) we'll talk about his massage Um, but before we get into that next week we're going to get into Bolt a fun loving Disney animated classic about a superhero dog who doesn't play by the rules (laughs) great see us, folks you can join us next week for our episode on Bolt we'll be joined by Ange Gardner um, a good friend and a great guest um thank you scott so much for joining us this week it was a pleasure to talk with you thank you for having me guys it was a pleasure we've had you booked for like a year so it's very exciting to finally like. i know get i to this was when you told me you were doing this i was like
2: i want to do hairspray yeah like from the second you mentioned this yeah. and then you were like oh we're doing a chronological order i'll see you in eight
0: months <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah uh for our audience at home please remember as you finish this episode uh, rate review and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on as a reminder we are available on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and youtube you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at TravoltingPod. Uh, follow, uh Reddit, r slash Travolting. Email us at TravoltingPodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at JeffWSweeney. Uh, find me on Instagram at 2195. Scott, anything you want to plug? No. Okay. <laughs> um, and as always, special thanks to Rebecca Johnson for our graphic design, Nicole Johnson for social media, and Michael Van Bodegum-Smith for our theme music that is now leading you out. See you in for Bolt next week, folks. Have a great week.
3: Bye.